Hello and welcome to Super Talk. My name is Spiros. And I'm Kim. And this is the Supergirl Doubleheader episodes 19 and 20. <clears throat> What'd you think? Well, last week when we were in Denver and we didn't do 19, I'm like, oh, I feel bad. And I think we should take some time out of our schedule here and just do it in Denver. I'm glad we did it. <laughs> like, it hurt watching uh-huh. this episode. Like, it was just like... Oh. Too many things to look past. Oh my god. Okay, so you're like, yeah, you're all out there. Like, do these people ever like an episode? <laughs> we liked the last episode, we though. We liked it was really good. Last episode was really good, but these two episodes were like, mm-hmm. it was like, it was like they spent all of their writing ability on this one episode. On eighteen. Yeah, on eighteen. Okay. The, they set up the conflict in this episode immediately. What we have is. Maggie doing a hostage negotiation, which is total BS. Exactly. I'm like, I need to stop you just right there. I mean, she's a wonderful police officer. She's a hot woman. And she can be a hostage negotiator, but she's not. Yeah, exactly. It takes like schooling and years of practice and expertise and so on and so forth to be one of these. And they don't just pull, hey, random cop. Yeah. You want to negotiate this stuff? Uh, so I, I saw that right away. I'm just like, okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> but no, I can't because the rest of it. It all builds it off of this. Keeps and going. it's a house of cards. It is. It's a total house of cards, right? So Maggie's hostage negotiating. And Supergirl just like blasts in <laughs> and and saves the day and brings out the hostage negotiation. And then she like wink winks to, to Maggie. She's like, and in time for dinner, see you later. And then like flies off. And you can tell, like the minute Supergirl shows up, you can tell Maggie is just like, Ugh. Annoyed and disgusted right. and yeah. And so this is clearly the conflict for the show, which mm-hmm. it was, right? It was like all about this. And we're at, they have dinner, and, like, the best part of that dinner scene was that they all agree that ham on pineapple is, like, the best pizza toppings. 100% agree with that. Like, that's the best Boy. style of pizza. Whatever. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> and Monel makes a comment mm-hmm. um, about, you know, so they're talking about her saving the day, blah, blah, blah. And then Monel says, yeah, why do we even need cops? And, like, you can just feel and see Maggie's hackles going up. <laughs> uh, Monel was the best part of he was. of this episode, and he was only in it for like two seconds. But I'm gonna say this: like overall, they gotta trim the fat. Mm-hmm. Like Monel is basically dead weight, and the only reason he's here is to further the storyline with his mom. Yeah. Otherwise, he's just the boy toy for Supergirl, and even that barely happens. So it's like he's basically pointless right now. Yeah. He. I mean, he puts some. Um, comedic levity yeah. every so often but they're totally underutilizing them so completely. either utilize them or cut them out because yeah. it's just it's stupid what they've got going on with them you know and maybe kill them at the end of the season just you know mom accidentally is trying to kill supergirl and oops accidentally kills her son wouldn't that be awesome there we go i, don't know. I could be a writer awesome but... i'm i i could do it that's how it ends <laughs> yeah. Boop! so anyway this whole apartment scene ends up with um maggie all pissed off and kara's like you know and the whole conflict is going to be, you know, essentially Maggie saying you can't always punch your way out of a fight. And Supergirl's like, I'll punch my way out of anything. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens is uh, Kara leaves. They were at Alex's apartment. Still love saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex is going to go talk to. She tells first she tells Maggie, like, you know, you got to try harder. 
And then she's like, I'm going to go. And Maggie's all, what? And I was worried for a second there. I was like, oh, great. Are they going to do this break whole up or break something. up? Yeah. But they didn't. And, and, and Ale- go ahead. Alex was like, she's just as stubborn as you are. So that was amusing. Yeah, that was cool. And Alex walks into an elevator and there's this rando dude in there. And like, I knew immediately, like, she's going to be kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was, I mean, totally obvious. So she gets kidnapped and the whole episode, they're just looking for her. Oh, was, oh my was, God. And okay, wait. And I, okay, technology, I can, ha- I understand some of it and can handle some of it, blah, 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 blah. But even the technology in this episode, I'm like, no, that no, no. It was just so, it was so irritating, horrible. right? So here's basically what happens. Some, uh, this guy's name is Peter Thompson. He's in jail. Flash Thompson. Is it? But. Flash Thompson was the dude who picked on Clark in high school. Uh, I wonder if they used the Thompson name because of that. That could be. So this guy, Peter Thompson's in jail, and uh, the dude that kidnapped Alex is Rick Thompson, his son. And they went to high school together, Rick and Kara and, and Alex. Alex, yeah. So this Rick dude spent a year... I just did air quotes there. I don't know why I did air quotes there. But he spent a year planning this whole deal, which was basically to force Supergirl to break his dad out of jail by kidnapping Alex. Mm -hmm. And this is realized fairly quickly because once uh, what happens is Maggie checks in with Kara, like, you know, where's Alex? And they're like, I don't know. And then Alex calls. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Rick, and it's like, hello, Supergirl. <gasps> he knows who she is. What? Right? Crazy. And fairly quickly, they figure out who this is, and she goes, and she finds him, mm-hmm. and also finds, like, this whole video control center where you can see Alex in her cage. And she's talking to her. And she's talking to her, right. And, like, immediately, I'm like, okay, take the guy, bring in Wynn, computer, 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 there's Alex, go get her, right? <laughs> that's the that's the whole episode right there. That, no. That should have been the whole episode. That should have been the whole episode, but instead they contrive this whole ridiculous... We can't find her. Uh, we can't find her thing, and, and the time keeps coming down. Yeah. It's it, just, oh, come on. Oh. You know... All these other episodes, you have Wynn do typey-typey, and two seconds later, he can find anyone, anywhere. Yeah, and, but here he can't find he can. nothing. Yeah. He's like, I tried it. He even, tried everything. Even though the, they had the computer right there yeah. that he could have used. Yeah, the that computer, computer was, that was hooked yeah, up to Alex's to the room. Video mo- exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm like, like no, on. no. I can't. I can overlook. I have overlooked a lot this season. <laughs> a lot. But... No, no more. That's just ridiculous. It was too much. It was way too much. So they're trying to convince Rick to give up Alex, and he won't until they spring his dad out of Supermax, right? And the whole time, you essentially have Alex... uh, Sorry, Maggie. Alex is in the cage. You have Maggie and Supergirl at odds with each other because Supergirl is just being brash and stupid and pig-headed, I can forgive that a little bit. I can. And the thing that that really annoyed me so many things, but this one was like towards the beginning of the episode, Supergirl's like, let's just, you know, give them over and whatever. And they're like, you can't do that because we don't negotiate with terrorists. And if we do it this one time, you know, he'll know how to keep getting to you. Okay. And then like later on, Maggie is doing this and Supergirl's like, you can't do this. It's like, 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, essentially, they had to do a role reversal yeah. so they could walk a mile in each other's shoes and then reconcile at the end. And it was it was it was duty, and I want to say harder words, <laughs> no but blessing, uh, no blessing, exactly. <laughs> and it was just oh, I'm if you could see my face right now, it's so angry. I was so irritated with this entire episode. You know, in other episodes, we were irritated too, but you know, you have the relationship between the people that always stands out and you know so we can forgive some of the stupidity but this one even the relationships it, mm-hmm. it did nothing for me yeah. i was just annoyed with them i i was cool with alex and maggie at the end of the episode yeah. because that was a reunion after this whole thing but otherwise throughout Everyone the whole else. thing it felt so forced and so like it, it was so annoying mm-hmm. and there were a couple other things that really really irritated me like one jean just magically can't read this regular again, human again. dude's mind. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he's somehow blocking me telepath. Yeah, and they never they, they never say how it happened. Yeah, they never even bother trying to figure it out. Yeah, they just oh well okay we tried once we can't read his mind we'll give up on that avenue. <laughs> but they used his mind reading in this episode, which makes it even more infuriating because they went to once they figured out the connection or whatever they went and they talked to to, to the guy they were supposed to spring Peter Thompson. Mm-hmm. That scene was terrible too, right? Because you have you have a Fed, you had John Johns, you had John as Hank, and then you had uh, uh, Maggie, a cop. a cop. So essentially, you had like a Fed, a cop, and, and a then reporter. a reporter. He introduces Car Danvers, reporter. What the hell is she even doing there? <laughs> At least, like, dress her up as an agent or a cop mm-hmm. and pretend she's not a reporter? Like, yeah. oh, my God. And then she just goes off. and Yeah, like, smashes the table. And Hank reads the guy's mind and finds out that the guy doesn't know anything. Mm-hmm. So they leave, right? Like, that whole is like, ugh. <laughs> the other best part. Best being worst. Well, no, this was actually, it this was best enough. and worst. Okay. It was best and worst. Because you got Alex in her cage and she's like okay i'm gonna get myself out of here and she like oh she jumps up rips a camera off the wall uh and then like takes a credit card out of her pocket and rips it in half and then uses it essentially as a knife to cut out this transponder these little she's basically chipped like a pet so (laughs) that the deo can find her okay and and, that's fine i can handle that that's perfectly fine i'm totally cool with that and rick somehow managed to deactivate the chip he's Mm -hmm. been casing them so he knows about this chip so he shuts it down which is i can totally get on board with that too you spend a year planning i expect it to be elaborate right yes that's fine so she gets the chip out and then she like plugs it into the camera which powers it up and it pops up at the deo Mm -hmm. but they still can't find her yeah it's directly linked to her like she's holding the chip but somehow it magically leads to some other rando place that has another laptop and they make up some duty do about you know the camera rerouted the ip address come on Mm -hmm. you can win could have tracked that if he can again finger bang the keyboard (laughs) and read a radiation signature somewhere in the middle of national city he can track a freaking ip Through a laptop oh. that's just sitting in a house somewhere. It's like it's not like this guy was pinging, you know, over 500 servers around the world. And even if he was, he still could have found he it. He still should have been able to backtrace that. <sighs> that's all I have to say about this episode. Yeah, this episode sucked. It just it know. hands down it just sucked. Of course, they get Maggie back at the end. Alex. Alex. I'm yeah. sorry. They get Alex back at the end. Um, mainly, but in that scene where. 
Maggie was springing the the guy from jail, and Supergirl comes, you can't do that. And then she speechifies to the guy, basically saying, the only good thing in life you've ever done was be a dad to your kid. And I thought, even the way they resolved that, though, I thought was stupid, because... The dad magically knew exactly where the kid would have taken her, Mm -hmm. which to me is implausible because it was like some random warehouse. It wasn't like, you know, their cabin that they went to for summer vacations or something. It was just, it literally just looked like a random warehouse. Oh, and then the thing, just just to end this whole episode, well, not the very end, but towards the end of the episode. So they finally know where where Alex is. So Maggie and Supergirl are going in. They're, They're walking... Yeah, they're like strolling. Time's out, which means Alex is going to die. She's She's drowning. drowning. And and Supergirl, like, can't fly towards the cage and use her fist to punch it. I mean, she does later on, but they're 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 strolling (laughs) towards her when she's dying. And I'm just like, she couldn't, Maggie couldn't use her gun and shoot the glass. Supergirl couldn't use her heat vision. I mean, X-ray vision to see exactly where she was. Now, the biggest thing is, Uh why did they arrive at the same time? Supergirl should have freaking flown there (laughs) and beat Maggie there. So no, just no. (sighs) That's all. That's all I'm saying about this one. You can say more if you want, but I'm done. The only other thing I wanted to add is at the end, it was very slightly amusing when uh, they had the kid and Alex is back. Everything's all hunky-dory. And John Johns is going to mind wipe the dude so he doesn't know who Supergirl is anymore. And he had figured that out back when they were in high school. And Alex says, wait just a minute. And she just cold cocks the guy, just socks him right in the face. And then she says to John, make sure he remembers that. And I was like, okay, that was kind of funny. Okay, now wait. I am going to say something else. (laughs) So, okay, let's say this dude does remember this. That's the only thing he he can remember. Don't you think he's going to start thinking, why do I remember this? And then Mm -hmm. backtrace it. And then once again, remember that perhaps Kara is Supergirl. And then something's going to start all over again. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) So, yeah, we didn't like that episode. (laughs) God. Now, one other thing we got to say about this episode before we move on to the next is throughout this uh, whole drama going on, we are interspaced with scenes where Lena is talking with um, Mike's, Monel's mom. And she's basically manipulating Lena uh, into working with her. Now, when I say manipulate, she's not like. Lena, Lena wants to work with her. She's basically deceiving her, I should say, not manipulating her. And when we open this next episode, this is the big conflict. It's, you know, mommy dearest, basically. And I will say the way that they work together, it's beautiful. It was good, yeah. It was like wonderful. When they again, like you said before, when they focus on the yeah. relationships, like they nail it when they focus on relationships. Like, well, they kind of botched one in this though, because okay, the when <laughs> when episode twenty, this is part two of the double header, by the way. Our double header. Our double not header. The rest of the world. Yeah. When this episode opens, you know, they always do the previously on. And based on the previously ons, you can tell, like, who are going to sort of be the major characters in this episode, Mm -hmm. right? And we see a bunch of Guardian stuff. I'm like, great. That's another storyline they just need to cut cut. right out. Like, it's total garbage. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but it's just terrible. So we open the episode, and you've got uh, some lady walking down a dark alley, and she's, you know, nervously looking around and there's some dude following her. And another guy walks out and they're going to do something to her. And the Guardian jumps in and, like, kicks the crap out of these guys. And immediately I'm like, calm 
on. Because Guardian jumps down and like knocks one guy down and then turns around and the choreography of the scene was just terrible because the other guy literally just stood there <laughs> waiting for Jimmy to hit him with his shield. <laughs> maybe maybe it wasn't terrible. Maybe they're going back to the like 1960s Batman. Kapow. Where Kapow and bam. I, maybe that's the feel they're going for. I don't know. It was, it was bad. Yeah. But... <clears throat> The reaction after this yeah. of the lady yeah, this was so stupid. Mm. And and again, like this contrivance is supposed to set up the whole arc for Jimmy for this episode, which was terrible. Yeah. Just terrible. And basically, after Jimmy beats up the guys who were about to assail, possibly rape, definitely hurt this woman, mm -hmm. she's like scared of Jimmy mm -hmm. as the guardian. She like freaks out, like, don't touch me, stay away from me. Mm -hmm. And and you can see that, you know, this is obviously uh, making Jimmy feel like duty. Yeah. And... To me, that was totally contrived. Somebody comes in and rescues you. Maybe you're not going to be like jumping up and down and kissing them and whatever, but you're not going to be like, oh my God, don't hurt me. Yeah. Clearly he came to help you, mm -hmm. right? And you live in a world where there are vigilante superheroes. Supergirl is a thing. Superman is a thing. Yeah. So it's not implausible to expect that somebody might fall out of the sky and save you. Right, mm -hmm. so that reaction was just stupid. But they needed that reaction for the later reactions, and those later reactions were stupid. Were as just well. as dumb. Yeah, basically the whole episode, Jimmy's all down on himself mm -hmm. because you know Supergirl is like this beacon of hope, and according to Jimmy, we never. The only instance of this we have is this opening scene. But according to Jimmy, basically everybody who he helps is just scared of him. Yeah. And I was like, ugh, okay, lame. <laughs> right, so after this, we see Lena and Supergirl chit-chatting at a diner. And this was a cute scene. It Relationship focus. Exactly, adorable. It was great. For both of them, wonderful. Mm -hmm. They were talking about an NSYNC reunion. Yeah, and JT. And, and yeah. Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was great. Wonderful. Yep. And then Lena hints that she's working on a new project. And she can't tell Kara anything about it, but as soon as she can, she will. And then Kara's like, come on, you got to give me something. And she starts spouting like science-y talk, like atomized, ionic, doodly-doodly-oos, <laughs> quantum entanglement, and blah 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 blahs And Kara's like, googly-eyed because she doesn't understand anything. And then uh, Lena's new partner calls, a.k.a. Manel's mom, mm -hmm. and Lena... And Lena's like, okay, I got to go. And, you know, that's the end of lunch. That's the end of that scene. That, that was a great it scene. It was a great scene. But that entire scene existed only so that she could spout the sciencey stuff to Supergirl. Yeah, because of later on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to, uh, like, a farmer's market sort of scene. Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy's walking around with a scone. And when walks up to him and Jimmy basically starts whining about the guardian, Instantly, that whole Supergirl yeah. hope. Everybody's scared of me. I'm not making a difference. Blah, 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 blah. And then out of nowhere, this alien lady walks in and like levitates up and just starts messing stuff up. And Jimmy pushes some people all the way. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, and he helps some people. He, yeah. And then Supergirl flies in <laughs> and catches a car that flew up in the air. And everybody's like, yay, Supergirl. And you can just see Jimmy like, oh, nobody noticed me yeah. helping people over here. So clearly Jimmy needs validation as the Guardian. Mm -hmm. And this whole episode basically exists in part to validate him as the Guardian, which but is just stupid. In previous episodes, like when he first started, and I don't know if this is true, and I'm not going to rewatch to find <laughs> out. 
But didn't he say something along the lines of, I'm just doing this because I want to help people, not I'm doing this because I want people to know who I am, or not know who Jimmy is, but know the Guardian and love him. I am like... Yeah. 99.9% sure he said that. Yeah. So now it's like... Now he needs validation. Yeah. And we the next scene is this scene of the DEO. And <laughs> the only reason for this scene was to emasculate Jimmy. Yeah. Like both Alex and Hank, like just totally cut him out mm-hmm. and shot lines out that, that literally emasculated him. Yeah. Uncharacteristic. It was. It was totally uncharacteristic. And I didn't like it at all. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I I laughed out loud when Alex emasculated him because it was so out of character. I can't remember the exact line, but it was like, holy crap. Yeah. And and then we've got Lena and mom having dinner and they're what working on... What I loved on, of this part, uh, um, and uh, whatever, but two strong women and they're drinking whiskey. Yeah, you I know? like that too. I and noticed I that too. Because like, when I first saw it, it looked like a bottle of wine. But then I saw Lena pick up her glass and uh-huh. I saw it was a, a, a tumbler and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was whiskey, but it was whiskey. Alcohol, I think it was some whatever. sort of, you know, scotch you know, or whatever. It was a wine or some foo-foo girly drink. <laughs> right, so right. That, I, that stood out to me and whoever put that in, kudos to you, loved it. Mm-hmm. And what we find out from this dinner basically is that they're working on this portal and they're still having difficulty with it. And you alluded to this. Them like them working together, it was actually really great. That was, was another strong relationship thing that they were writing. Mm-hmm. It's it for Lena, it sucks that Monel's mom clearly has ulterior motives mm-hmm. and she's just using Lena to her own ends. But in doing so, she still is very she's very supportive of Lena yes. in a way that Lena's mom never has been. And you can tell that Lena is clearly looking at her as sort of a mother figure. Mentor. Yeah, mentor. And she even says that to Supergirl at some point. I think Mm -hmm. it was at the lunch when they were talking. So. Good dinner scene, good interaction, more sciencey talk. And that was another thing, you know, two women talking about science. Yeah. I mean, that was, to me, that was, that was awesome and loved it. Yeah. And, and like to go high level here for a moment, you know, there are a lot of things that this show does right. The diversity of this show is excellent. Mm-hmm. The empowerment of women, you know, like you were just talking about, is also excellent. The relationship writing, these things are excellent. Just the story they're building around these things was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Like, they have great building blocks, and it's like they're mm-hmm. using uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, the, the essentially what happens for the rest of this episode is they build the portal. The portal works. And we find out that the portal is triggering these aliens, this particular race of aliens, like atmospheric pressure changes in these atomotic, ionite, quantum entangled, blah, 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 blahs, trigger these aliens to essentially go out of control without, you know, and they're not doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Jimmy gets a lead on where the kid is as he was about to beat up an alien that was buying weed. I thought that was kind of amusing because that was a, that was a little, to me, that, that read is like a little bit of a dig at, you know, police and the whole drug war and the failure of it. Because mm-hmm. the dude's like, you know, I've got anxiety. It's just a little weed, man. <laughs> like the simmer down. Yeah. And it was literally, it wasn't, it wasn't even enough for weed for a joint. I it was like know. barely, it was maybe enough weed for a bowl. Yeah. Like, so that was kind of amusing. But the dude gives up where the alien lady lives. And Jimmy finds the alien lady's son. And this is the beginning of his redemption arc. Right? Ah, and... And the racism was just 
so blatant. Oh God, it was so face. yeah. It was like we're talking about racism now. Yeah, and I mean it needs to be talked about. And absolutely, and it is everywhere, and it is horrible. And but this was just, I don't know. It just wasn't. It, it felt ham-fisted. It did. Yeah. It did. This whole episode was ham-fisted. Let's yeah. be honest about it. Like, that's, I mean, that's the big problem we have with it. Fine with Jimmy having an arc and with them addressing racism. It's something they should be addressing yeah. and could have been doing with a much defter touch with this whole alien, alien amnesty thing. Exactly. Yeah, which we've that. been talking about all freaking season, <laughs> which is totally absent from this episode again. But, you know what, this is but episode no. 20 and we've had it in the first like First it's, two it's been in all of maybe three episodes yeah. the whole season right so essentially what happens is jimmy brings the kid to the deo they're just interrogating this kid mm -hmm. with no adult supervision around now yeah. granted they can't find the mom yeah. so they can't exactly bring the mom in but it's still totally illegal <laughs> although if they're operating a black site as the that's deo fine, then i guess yeah. that's fine whatever so alex is trying to bribe him with some food and the kid like is ignoring her and just staring at out in the corner and we find out it's the camera and he's actually staring at Jimmy mm -hmm. everywhere Jimmy goes. So there so even though earlier um John Johns was like, No Mon not Monel, no Jimmy, you suck and you can't do anything for the DEO because right. you're a horrible person. Mm -hmm. Now he's like, Oh, I guess the kid bonded with you. Now you can do whatever you possibly need to do in order to figure out how to figure out this case. Yeah. Ham fisted. Oh. Totally ham fisted. <sighs> So Jimmy wanders around with the kid, and they bond, and the kid starts to open up to him, and and then the portal gets triggered again with another test, and the kid starts going uh -huh. crazy, and they're at Catco, and like totally messes up the Catco building, yeah. and I'm like, that's cool, that's cool, because <laughs> we don't need Catco anymore. <laughs> I mean, nobody works there, nobody does anything there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That writer, Jimmy certainly doesn't that do anything That would have been a great there. way to get rid of Catco if yeah. you went even farther with it. Well, they can't do that yet, though, because Callista's coming She's back coming for back. a couple episodes. That's the only thing I am currently looking forward to, <laughs> is her coming back. I'm looking forward to that and seeing if Lena, how, how evil yeah, she is. Uh, yeah. I know you're not, but I am. Yeah, I mean, if... Based on how they're handling everything else, mm -hmm. I hate to think of how they would handle Lena. <laughs> and it's just one more heartache she has with Monel's mom, yeah. like backstabbing her. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just one more. But thing. here's the thing: like uh, up to this point, she has no reason to go against no. Supergirl because Supergirl no. has been her friend. They have mm -hmm. been supportive to each other. So we'll see. But anyway. <laughs> Jimmy's bonding with the kid. Kid goes crazy. Supergirl flies in, grabs the kid, gets him out of Cat Co. so that he doesn't destroy the building entirely. And then they shut down the machine and the kid, you know, comes back to himself. And Supergirl realizes, you know, something's triggering this. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Wind goes typey typey. Oh, we've got this great atmospheric <laughs> ionized particle quantum doodly doos. And Supergirl's like, wait. Ionized quantum doodly-doos? Lena was talking about that. That can't be a coincidence. <laughs> oh my God, come on. Yep. Come on. They must have had different writers like for the previous episode oh, or something. I don't know. At any rate, Kara calls Lena to ask about mm -hmm. this. But Lena doesn't answer the phone. Monel's mom does. Mm -hmm. And she goes all evil monologue on Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was the only thing missing from that monologue was the evil laugh. And I was totally fine with that, except for the end of it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, 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 
Okay, let me compose myself here before I continue. So she's on this like four or five minute long tirade to Kara. On Lena's phone. On Lena's phone. That she answered without Lena's permission. Yes. So four or five minutes later, all of a sudden, Lena turns around and says, was that my phone? Okay. Okay. That's a stretch, but whatever. And then Mommy Darius is like, oh, it was just a telemarketer. And Lena kind of gives her a little weird look, but that's the end of it. It was so it's bad. Like, no, you don't just let a rando answer your phone. Even if you are working with them for the past two days. Yeah. And if your phone that. rings, you're going to notice. Exactly. Everybody notices when their phone rings. Yes. Yeah. So like that, they, if they had just left that out and had that Lena out of the room, yeah. totally fine. I would have been, but the fact that they ended it like that, that, yeah. was, that was ridiculous. So ham-fisted. Mm-hmm. So, so ham-fisted. So now we know that... Monel's mom is back in town and they're gonna go figure out what's going on. So you got Supergirl, Jean Jean's, they all fly in to this test site once it ramps up again. Yeah. And fighty fight, terrible fight, just terrible <laughs> fight, right? Like Supergirl drops in, tries to destroy the big energy doodly do that's you know. She didn't powering. even try to destroy yeah, it. They she basically looked at it. it. Yeah, and she like she looked at it and then just was like, Oh, I'm going to go. Mm. Yeah. And then she flies to the portal for some reason. Yeah. Like she's going to stop it. Stop there. Whatever's coming yeah. through. And so back there, John Johns is like, you don't mess with my family. I'm like, are we watching fast and the furious here? <laughs> I, don't know. I thought for a second. I'm like, what? That doesn't look like Vin Diesel. Yeah. And then mommy brings out a little thingamajoo and pushes the button. She's like, the white Martians gave me this. Yeah. And, and John just like drops to the floor. And then Monel says something about, you know, they didn't tell you that we're not bulletproof here. And he pulls out a gun. And he pulls out a gun. And I'm like, shooter. The shooter. Shooter. The, you want the kneecap. The shoulder, I wanted the shoulder. Something. I mean, come on. He was close enough that if he would have shot, incapacitated. he wouldn't have, like, hit her hard or anything. Yeah. And I mean, I, mean, I know it's your mom. I understand that. Totally but... get it. It's not easy to shoot your mom. <laughs> not that I ever have. <laughs> but I I think I could have. You yeah. know, if, 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 the exact same situation, I could have, you know, got her bicep or her knee right. or something. And and to back up a moment, I'll say this. Like, when Monel realized his mom was here, like, there's a little bit of side talking. And he talks <clears throat> about the fact that, you know, he 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 expect he didn't expect to feel this way. Mm-hmm. Where, which is that, you he know. He still loves her. He still he loves her. her. Which, like, which, it's your that mom. Makes sense. Right? You're that gonna makes love sense. Her. Your mom might be a terrible person, but that doesn't mean you can't stop, you know, you should... You, it's hard to stop loving the people who are your family regardless of the type of people that they are. Mm-hmm. Right? Totally fine. That doesn't mean you shouldn't kneecap her to stop her from <laughs> doing a terrible thing. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Yeah. So then, like 150 ships from Daxum yeah. fly out of the portal. And she's like, mommy's like, welcome to new Daxum. <laughs> now, we got to back up for a moment, though, because we got to wrap up the terrible Jimmy arc. Oh, yes. Let's which go is, back to that. Yeah. We've got back. back in the D.O., once they realize that they're triggering together, they've got the kid and he's in a cell and he and 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 Jimmy John John John's all that's a telepathic dampening doobly doobly do kid won't hurt anybody in there, and Jimmy gets the kid to uh, tell him where mom is, but, but he has to show him he exactly because he's never been there before, so he doesn't know where it is. Right, so like telepathically, telekinetically, he can see where she is, but they gotta go. 
So Jimmy's like, we're going to go. And and John's like, we can't. Too dangerous. Because mm-hmm. they could go off at any time. Mm-hmm. And then Wynn pops in. He's like, well, I got this mobile telepathetic dampener doobity doobity doo. Let's go. And John's like, all right, we'll be careful. <laughs> he kept doing that this whole episode. He'd say, you're a horrible person. Oh, go do it, Jimmy. Yeah. I just like... So they go to some rando warehouse. They find the kid's mom. It's great. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but how are you going to help us? And Wynn's like, with this right here. And he slams it down. He's all proud. <laughs> and then like 10 or 12 or 15 other of these same race of aliens walk out. And Wynn's like, oh, boy. Oh, no. And then, of course, right at that moment, Mommy, like, ripes up the portal. That's when, you know, everybody was was over there dealing with her. And they all start doing a thing. (laughs) Like, they're all floating up in the air, blue glowy eyes. Everything's Mm -hmm. starting to shake. And this is obviously going to be bad. The machine is not strong enough. It's only meant for two people, not 20 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And... So Jimmy's like, I'll talk him down. I can get through to this child. And since they're all linked... Once I tell him and get through to him, then he can tell the rest of the people to simmer down. So he, so bad. The the diatribe was horrible, and and Jimmy's not even talking. He's yelling at yeah. him. So besides the fact that this happens, okay, so you calm the child down. This thing is still energizing everywhere. Yeah, it's a physiological reaction. Exactly. It's not an emotional reaction. It's not reaction. an emotional one. Mm-hmm. So okay, I will overlook the fact that. <laughs> He got the child to, you know, simmer down. I'm not overlooking that. I, I, I will. I'll be generous. I'll overlook that. But there's 12 other people in this room he has no connection to. And like you said, this is a physical thing, not an emotional thing. So all of those people should have still been going crazy. And they just stop. Yeah. And, and <laughs> part of the thing I can't overlook with that is the fact that, number one, like you said, they're not all linked. But number two, never once before when they're talking about these aliens, do they talk about them being linked when they go into this state? Mm-hmm. The only thing they said was that this whole ionized energy reaction thing physiologically triggered them. Yeah. So that whole thing, that whole scene was garbage, in my opinion. The whole thing. <laughs> Like, Jimmy yelling yeah. at the kid to, like, get through to him, that was garbage. The fact that it that it brought them all down, like you and said, that was garbage. And then did say something at the mm-hmm. end, like... Now that's a real superhero. Yeah, so, without, without, without a, a costume Yeah, or it's like, oh, my like, God. Mm. What? That, that's, like, straight out of a Batman out of the 60s, exactly. like you said. And they must have been, like, like, having a marathon of those before they wrote these episodes. I don't episodes. know. I mean, like, here's the thing. Batman 66. It's awesome because it's cheesy and corny. Exactly. And, and that's what you expect and love. Right. Because some days you just can't like get that. rid of a bomb. Exactly. <laughs> you just can't. But, no. So now Jimmy's validated as the Guardian. And I'm like, oh, great. Now we're going to have more Guardian. More Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the actor. He's a very attractive man, but... Yeah, the writing for him not is not good. It's not that Jimmy is a bad actor, the, the fellow that plays him. You're absolutely right about mm. that. So, yeah, the, the, this episode closes on the whole Welcome Noon Daxum. And you've got Supergirl, like, hovering over National City. And there's just ships everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we've obviously set up, like, the big... Well, this is episode 20, so yeah. there's 21, 22 episodes, so two left. Yeah, so this is the climax of the show, the season, mm-hmm. and the only thing I'm looking forward to is is Cat Grant is coming Linda back. Linda Carter coming back? Probably not. I haven't heard anything about it. They're not going to touch that. Like, why do we need why? Linda Carter? Yeah. This isn't a national emergency. There's not 300 alien ships invading Earth. That's yeah. not something the government needs to worry about, even though the DEO is a government agency. <laughs> So I was disappointed in both these episodes, oh especially since the previous one we had loved so much. Um, I 
hope the next two episodes are outstanding. But even if they are, I will think long and hard before I watch season three. I'm with you on that. Like I, right now, I'm I'm basically a no for season three. Yeah. And even if these last two episodes are like fantastic, I'm still a, like maybe for season three because this episode has been so this season has been so uneven. Mm-hmm. And if if we do watch season three, I think I'll wait for like the first three or four episodes to be on first and see how other people are judging. Yeah, exactly. Like check out some recaps before even investing the time to watch it because it's just it's just too much for me. Like like you said, there are a lot of things I can overlook. I get it's a TV show. I get you've got to have some contrivances, but oh my god, Mm -hmm. these are just terrible episodes. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that they were. And if you have a different opinion, obviously we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um, if you like these episodes, tell us why. Like, genuinely, yeah. we want to know. And, I mean, I hope you did because I hope you did. <laughs> but we just unfortunately did not. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if you want to share your thoughts about the episode, we would love to hear them. You can tweet me at Heniatis and Kim at Heniatis. You can go to purefandom.com to check out all the other fandoms that you might be interested in, all of the other shows that are actually good. Ooh, and on a side note, just for all you psych fans out there, I heard that there's going to be a movie coming soon. I'm so excited. Really? Yeah. I know you really love that show. I love that show. I think I cried the last episode. I actually think I remember you. How can you you be done? No. Yeah. So anyway, we'll be back next week. Hopefully. Hopefully enthused and jumping out of our seats because we're so excited because it was so awesome. Well, I expected it to be at least decent because of Kat. She's coming back for the last two, so yeah, that's but, my ray I mean, of hope. she can't, like, she can't... She can't carry the whole exactly, thing. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, she can only do so much. She's only right. one woman. Exactly. So anyway, see you next week. Bye.